Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Marcus Paspitz with RioMax, and thanks for tuning in to the RioMax Tailgate Talks podcast. Today on the podcast, we have an audio excerpt from one of our past webinars. So next, we're going to move over to Dan Schwab. Looks like you're safe at home now, Dan. And uh, I think I think Dan is another great example of a rancher who is watching his his bottom line. Yeah, I'd like to start off by saying uh, basically we've wanted to use Rio Max for a few years and until our, um, well, it actually took our local co-ops started handling it. That's kind of when we got into using it ourselves. Now we wanted to find out what kind of weight gains and we heard the claims of weight gains on calves and uh, you know, that consumption backing, consumption rate backing is kind of a nice uh, alternative there that you're not, it takes away some, relieve some of the worries that a person has. We've always run a mineral program on our farm. We've never ran without one. We've always stuck to it and we've had good luck with it in the past. And, you know, we heard all these claims with the Rio Max and kind of wanted to find out for ourselves what it's actually like. So we started, this will be our third year now that we've been using it. Our first two years, we've had very good success rate with it. Um, a good example for us is the first year that we went on to it, that year was kind of a dry year. We didn't have as much of a hay and we start feeding typically around December's when we'll start feeding bales, try to do some fall grazing now on our farmland and we do some corn as well. We uh, do about 80 to 100 acres of corn that we like to try and use for grazing in the fall time. So that typically gets us through November and December based on how the crop is and that. But that first year that we were doing it, we were coming up short of feed and we knew we would be. So we ended up having to buy feed. So we were paying 150 bucks a ton, right around $120 a bale is what we were kind of looking at paying. So we got into the Rio Max tubs and we decided, well, we're going to give these a try. There's, They say that their consumption goes down on feed and that was one of the things that we kind of liked about it. So we said, well, we'll give it a try. And it took about two weeks later before we started to notice when we were feeding and, you know, we're putting out nine bales a day out just out to the cows. And about two weeks later, roughly, we could see that the cows, you know, they're starting to leave some feed behind and they're not cleaning everything right up. They seem content, everything like that. So as time went on, you know, we kind of waited another week or so and we noticed a bit more left and a bit more and, before you knew it, we were able to cut back a full bale a day on it. So that was up front about $120 in savings there. And with the amount of head that we were running, it worked out to about $0.33 cents, uh, per head per day on our feed that we were saving. So when you look at the cost card alone, and we were, were at about $0.21 cents a head or $0.21 cents a day is basically what it's costing us. Like it's really offset that cost completely. We really don't have it anymore. We've no longer like the old mineral program that we used. We use tubs and loose mineral. And now that we've gone to the real max, we really don't even need to be using the loose mineral. We're putting out less tubs and they are really that three to one ratio where for the amount of time that we're getting on them, we've seen good success that way. Now our cows too, with them, uh, the first year that we did it, our conception rate, we found that we 
gained back about 5% overall on our herd being from open previous years prior. We've got, we gained about 5%. We've kind of stayed now right around the same percentage since we've switched on the pro or onto these real max tubs. So that too, you know, you take 5% more, that's less cows that we're having to call off. That's a few more calves. That's another 15 calves that are getting their way back, 15, 16 calves that are end up making us money. They're going to the market in the long run. So it's kind of another added benefit to it. It's not something that we got to get rid of the cows. And so the conception rate, we really did notice a big difference on too, which this year we're quite curious. Like we haven't, we just weaned here last week. We shipped some of our calves and I would say we did a few different trials this year because we're in pastures kind of all over. And we have some pastures that are close within a mile, two miles of each other. So we did a few trials there. We just kind of wanted to see leaving the cows on it uh, all summer long, as opposed to taking them off of it. And we noticed with the cows where it was on, when we actually shipped here last week, there was about a 30 pound difference on the calves. I understand some of that is grass too, but you know, it's, it's just kind of strange or funny to see how you notice the weight gain that there was a little bit more. And I'm looking at the records from the sales. It looked like it was about a 30 pound difference from one pasture to the other. And we had a good idea of what was coming out of where. And then also uh, we're curious, we're going to be doing our prig testing here at the beginning of December. And we're anxious to see our uh, heifers that we kept back. And we do, we ran about 70 heifers this year. And a lot of the people in the area, not far around us, you know, they're talking about anywhere from 30% to 55% opens is kind of the numbers that I've been hearing, which is horrible, horrible numbers. And whether or not that comes from the heat that we had this year, flies, you know, the cows were all bunching together, not the best uh, feed out there. It wasn't the best for a grazing year, but I think a lot of it is, well, we're going to find out is uh, the mineral program that we're on. These guys don't put out any mineral, whereas we left ours, our, our heifers are on it all summer long and they're on it again now. They've been staying on it. They haven't been taken off of it. So we're kind of curious to see, like, it's going to be exciting to see what kind of a conception rate we actually have if our numbers are a lot lower or if they're similar, well, maybe it's, we got to try figuring out what's going on or what's a little bit different. But I think I'm very hopeful that I think we're going to have some good outcomes on it. I don't, I'm out there checking them every day and I don't see them anything being jumped on or anything like that. I don't see anything cycling. And, you know, to me, that's a, big relief that I'm not seeing that going on. That's something that I can visually see before we actually get them preg tested. So that's just another part of it that we're hoping we'll have good results on this year. Uh, another big one that we found is when we come to calving time, we run a full cow-calf operation. We uh, calve uh, heifers. We try to do them about the 1st of February so we can get them majority out of the way before we start our full herd the rest of the herd in about the 10th 5th to the 10th of march is when we start those and usually cut off of about may 15th is about the latest that we go and so what we found now is yeah we've tried a few different we've kind of changed up our whole health program and we have some great veterinarians local vets here that they're kind of helping us get onto different programs too but we noticed a big difference here with our calves that are being born is they seem to hit the ground, they're a little more alert, they're a little more alive, lively in that. And uh, 
the first of all the two years that we've been using it for calving, we went from treating when we were on just other tubs and other minerals, we went from treating, you know, it was nothing to go out and we'd have to treat six, eight calves for scours every day type of thing. And, you know, some days you'd be up a little bit higher and you know, that all takes time. It all is more cost for vaccines and everything like that. It's all just another added cost. Now that first year that we got onto it and the second year that we were using it, we were down to treating, you know, one calf here, maybe the next day you might not have any for a couple. And we found that overall our calves, they were healthier. They had a health, they just looked all around healthier. You didn't have them laying around. We didn't have problems with scours. We calve in the same spot. Nothing's changed there. They're always on the same land and everything like that. So, you know, it's big savings just in that. Like we've had fantastic success with it. Um, we're going to keep using the product um, as long as it still keeps showing us results. As long as nothing changes that way, then we're going to stick with it. We've had great luck. And so if we can get away with having healthier cows, healthier calves, you know what, at the end of the day, they're happy, they're healthy, they're content, and they're going to be what's bringing you the most money is the less amount of work that I have to put in treating one or babysitting them. That's all money that I'm saving to my time is, you know what, my time is money too. And there's other stuff, other aspects of our farm and ranch that basically need time too. So if I got to be out there all day, all night, basically treating calves. It's uh makes a big difference when I can save on that as well. Thanks, Dan. That's fantastic. I, uh, you put out a lot of information there in a short period of time. Uh, the first thing you mentioned was your feed saving. So if I heard you correctly, you saved 33 cents per head per day um, on hay and Rio Max was costing you about 21 cents per head per day, which means that with that hay savings, you were completely paying for your Rio mineral during that time period and still pocketing 12 cents per head per day. That's fantastic. Yeah, we essentially, we were essentially feeding it for free. Like it wasn't costing us at the end of the day. It really wasn't costing us anything to be feeding it. Like when we actually penciled it out and sat down and went through all the numbers and that was a good year for us to test it on because we did have to buy hay. Since then we've had, we've done more uh, green feed and stuff like that and kind of switching more to just our cattle operation and a little less on the farming operation. So we've done more green feeds with triticale and barley as uh, an alternative too. So that kind of mixed with the hay. Now we haven't had to buy. So you know what, that first year though, it definitely did offset our costs uh, dramatically. That's fantastic. Wow. Yeah. That, that alone is, is awesome to hear. And then being able to increase breed up by 5%. Uh, and and put more pounds on your calves this year, uh, your first year trying that, keeping it on through the summer months. That all just adds up, you know, a little at a time really adds up. And uh, that that it's in itself is huge. But then in addition to that, you mentioned the time it saves you. Um, and then treating calves, you know, a bottle of Draxin isn't cheap. I think we all know that. <laughs> um, but the time it saves you, I just wanted to touch on that because uh, you've told me before in conversations we've had, um, you're, you kind of are a man of many talents. Uh, you spend your days uh, working at the local co-op. Um, but then you also have a few other side businesses that, that you and your family do as well. Is that correct? 
So yeah, yeah full-time job there at the co-op and that's kind of, well, it's kind of a nice part too, because I get to, not only do I get to use this product, I also get to promote it and sell it and talk to ranchers. I'm constantly talking to them and I've had success. They kind of take me a little more seriously since I do use it myself. But aside from also doing that, dad and he runs his own uh, custom cattle hauling business. So we kind of have that that we're doing on the side too, where he looks after it for the most part and I'll fill in when I need to and everything like that. It all kind of ties together. And so basically our lives were year round. We're with cattle, whether it's hauling them, whether it's our own looking after them, we've always got something on the go, but our lives are gen are based around our cattle it's our livestock that's our livelihood and we do the best of what we can with the cows that we have and with picking up more with custom hauling and i'm going to be taking a bigger role in that here coming up and so looking forward to that one definitely fantastic thanks so much i i just i think that's so important uh what you just shared with us is uh multifaceted right you're driving down your bottom line or driving down your input costs, improving your bottom line in so many ways, um, not just with Rio Max and how that works on your ranch, but by bringing in other sources of income to your ranch uh, to, to help you keep, keep everything going for the future generation. Thanks so much, Dan. I appreciate that. Well, hopefully you all enjoyed that. We have these free webinars on a monthly basis and would love to have you live to enjoy the entire webinar and ask questions. To get signed up for our upcoming webinars, head on over to reomax.net slash events to get in on our next event. If you're enjoying what we've got to offer on the Reomax Tailgate Talks podcast, I'd encourage you to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. I look forward to next time and you guys have a good one.